Hi, I'm Jed Hearn, and this is Daily Writing Advice. There's a book by Gary Chapman called The Five Love Languages, and while there's parts in it that are romantic love-related, I think it's a very useful application for writers. Because basically Chapman's thesis in this book, and there's like a bit of pseudoscience involved, and one of my neuroscientist friends reckons that it's not a particularly accurate reflection of how humans really behave, but ignoring that, Gary Chapman sets out this idea that there are five different ways that we like to have appreciation given to us and how we like to express our appreciation. So this doesn't just mean romantic love, but it also means how you might um, appreciate a friend, how you might appreciate a parent. And those five love languages are this. Number one, quality time. So people who have quality time as their main love language enjoy spending, as you might have guessed it, quality time with someone else. So their idea of kind of the ideal catch-up or the ideal like friendship, if you will, is spending lots of time with that person, maybe going for walks, maybe like having a chat, things like that. Number two is words of affirmation. So someone with words of affirmation as their main love language really appreciates it when you congratulate them or say that you are proud of them or that you are happy to know them or basically any other verbal sign of friendship. Number three is touch. So this is the friend that goes in for the massive bear hug when you catch up and they're always patting you on the back and that sort of thing. Number four is gifts. So this is the person who finds it really sweet that you have taken the effort to make them a really cool present for their birthday. Um, And then number five is, let me look at my notes so I don't forget it, acts of service. So this is when you do things for other people. So people like this really appreciate the fact that you went out to get them their specific favorite bar of chocolate so that you could bring it back to them and they could have a delicious snack that night. So, basically the main thesis of the five love languages is that everyone has kind of one love language as their main way of being expressed and that means that people have different ones. So, you might be really motivated by quality time but someone else might be more interested in gifts. And that's fine because they're just different ways of you behaving with the world. But if you don't acknowledge that difference, it probably means that you will fail in your communications with them. Because while you might enjoy spending quality time with them, they kind of just appreciate gifts a bit more, right? Or they might give you gifts and you just want to spend quality time with them. So, as a writer, you can probably see the immediate application of this to stories and creating conflict between characters. Because if your characters have different love languages, but they are trying to use their own love language to interact with someone with a different one, Boom, you got conflict. So think about this when you're developing characters. What are the love languages of the people in your story? Is your main character a quality time person or a gifts person? And how does that influence their behavior? How does that influence the way they interact with other people in the book? So again, like all systems, I'm not saying, well, like all systems, this isn't perfect, but it can be useful. Um, I'm not necessarily endorsing this as a scientific principle or whatever, but it is a useful metric that you can use in your stories, a kind of like amateur psychologists, if you will, method to constructing characters that feel realistic and that have good reasons to get into conflict with each other. Thanks so much for listening. Go write some amazing stories.